evening everyone welcome to Yuli's podcast today we're going to be having our third episode on having a godly relationship I want to use this medium to appreciate every one of us that have taken our time out to actually listen and follow Yuli's podcast for those of us that have shared, I have contributed, I want to earnestly, especially thank you for all that you have done, to all the fans, to all my lovers, to all my friends, my families, all your hard work has been seen, alright? I really appreciate you all. I also want to use this video to advise us and uh, plead us to continue to share to actually share to friends, to families on our different social medias, to share Yuli's podcast. We don't really know who this might help. We don't really know who really needs to talk to someone, all right, to get an advice on how to build our relationship or get it in the right way, all right. So I really want us to actually continue to share, continue to post and um, spread the videos all right straight to today's topic today is going to be very simple tactical topic all right i say this because it's not a straightforward question it's not a straightforward topic it's a topic that has to do with a lot of things but i'm going to give a breakdown and some guidelines on how we could follow suit to enable us not to fall into issues in life all right and i'll need us to also bring out our ideas it's not just all about me it's all about everyone listening to me right now it's all about everyone that's interested let's bring out our ideas how we feel we can do this in the best way having God with us all right now today's topic is going to be how to define your relationship you know talking about defining your relationship it could be in the aspect of friends it could be in the aspect of families it could be in the aspect of God it could be in the aspect of your spouse but I want us to talk about how to define your relationship with someone for today I will target as episode one, season one. Alright? Season one of how to define your relationship with someone, episode one. So next week we're gonna be talking about defining your relationship with God, episode two. Alright? Season one, episode two. Okay. Alright. Now Remember last week we, we talked about um, having um, an ideal relationship where we listed other types of relationship. We tried to define relationship in terms of singles and married. We also stated um, some rules of, of relationship for those that are singles and for those that are married. Alright. We also gave um, some 
criteria or some things that makes up a relationship to make it stronger, make it last longer. And uh, we named three basic important things, which is honesty, communication, and commitment. Now, today, how to define your relationship with someone? It's a very critical question in which most of us as young adults and as adolescents we miss things up all right i say this because growing up when i was much younger was a kind of issue for me to define a relationship with someone okay and i'm going to give you some seven basic things you need to do in how you should define your relationship some seven basic things you need to do how you should define your relationship. One, first, I need you to assess where you are in that relationship. Are you a friend? Are you a family friend? Are you a colleague? Are you a school friend? Are you a neighbor? Are you in a relationship? Are you, you know, are you a market friend? You know, you meet people in different places. So you tend to have some communication and you tend to have this friendship going on along. So you need to define which of those friends or which of those relationships are you into? Assess where you are in those relationships. That should be your first basic thing that I think you should do. Number two, assess what you want. Think about what you want. Now, if you are a friend, a genuine friend, someone, what thing would you do that this your friend will benefit from you positively and what do you think that your friend will do that you will also benefit from him or her positively in a genuine state three prepare yourself for what they might say and how you will react you know as friends a lot of things get to happen you will offend someone and someone will definitely offend you now how do you react when you're offended by this your friend is this someone you've placed on a high esteem is this someone you just neglect is this someone you fight for how do you react when you hear things about a friend of yours when you hear something bad someone saying something bad about that friend how do you react do you fight do you protect? Do you neglect? Okay, you see, these are the ways you can define your relationship with someone. Assess what you are in that relationship. Assess what you want in that relationship. What do you want? Do you want to get knowledge? Is that person knowledgeable? Is that person smart? Is that person God fearing? Is that person nice, kind? Is that you need to know what you want? Preparing yourself for what someone might say and how you will react. You need to prepare for yourself for that. Be mindful, number four, be mindful of how you start the conversation. Now, a lot of us are young adults have a way of chatting, especially on social media. We have a very bad communication skill, which I see as a lack of, um, how do I put it? We lack 
this um, thing. We're supposed to protect ourselves. We're supposed to. We're supposed to protect ourselves as women, but we lack that protective skill. We just open up. We don't even know this person. We don't even know who they are, the backgrounds, or anything. We just met them and we gave them numbers, and the next thing is we're chatting. How are you doing? I'm fine. Are you free today? Can we hang out? I want to have a drink with you. And the next thing we start seeing the man, boy, woman, and we start seeing this lady falling for it. You don't even know what you want. You're starting up a conversation you can't end. That is not how to define your relationship. Be mindful of how you start a conversation. If a conversation is not confident with you, if you're not comfortable with that conversation, please end it. It's a straightforward thing. End it and leave it. Don't let anyone try to um, talk you into doing something you don't want to. Don't let anyone try to make you say something you don't want to. Please define your talking tense, your conversation, be mindful of it. Number five, ask open ended questions. Don't ask questions that will bring answers that will complicate issues or complicate your answer no don't do that ask an open-ended question how are you doing i'm fine how is family i'm fine family is fine don't ask questions like do you know i can die for you if i don't see you today i feel like the world is going to end what do you think don't ask this kind of questions please those areas have passed. We are growing up. Women, open your eyes. Do not let anyone deceive you in terms of having a friendship. And when friendship evolves you into something that is not right, because you will end up regretting it. Number six, use the I statement. You know, when you start having these feelings with someone for the first time you tend to use this we us no 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 use the i statement please to define your relationship define it well define it so that the next person will identify that he or she has a place and it has to end there and seven, I, I need you to be specific. Okay? Be specific. Be specific with what you're doing. Be extremely specific on your conversations with friends, in your conversations with family, in your conversations with colleagues, with neighbors, anyone. Be specific. That is how to define your relationship. Now, talking about how to keep this open relationship that I spoke about last week, we talk about different ways how to keep a godly relationship. What does, what do you think, and how can you have 
self-centered dating relationship. After you have defined your relationship, you've defined it to be someone that wants to go out with this person. Now, how do you now have a God-centered dating relationship? Now, number one, I would say if you want to really have a God-centered relationship, alright, if you want to actually date someone, having God involved in it, number one, I will ask you to choose a partner who values their relationship with God as much as you do. Now, you don't really want to have a relationship partner that actually don't really have God in mind and you expect that you have a smooth, godly relationship. No, it's no way. It does not exist, in fact. Choose a partner who values their relationship with God as much as you do. Okay? Because if that is in place, it gives us an understanding that we are in this together, but we need to do it in the right way, which makes us different from every other person that is into it as well. Number two, date with the intention of getting married. I remember saying last week about the reason why you want to go into a relationship. Don't have it for the wrong mindset. Don't have it for the wrong idea. Have it for the right one, which is happiness that you want to get married. You have the intention of getting married to this person. Alright? Number three, avoid becoming fully intimate before marriage. Now, this is what most of us actually have as an issue. You know, I tend to interview some people some few weeks ago, and um, I heard them telling me that they spoke to me directly and they said, I can't really have, I can't really have a relationship or even date someone without having sex with this person. How do I even know that when I finally get into marriage with the same person that I'm going to enjoy having sex with you? And uh, I have a very big question for all of us, which is, what is the reason you're actually going into marriage? And that is going to be another episode for us to talk about broadly we'll talk about the reason why we go into marriage is it for sex is it for something different is it for us to have companion is it for you know a lot of people have different ideas on this issue but talking about intimate before marriage to avoid it it takes the Holy Spirit for you to do that the flesh the flesh that we have does not have the right to really abstain on its own because we are humans it takes the grace of God for us to abstain from something that is immoral alright from immorality it takes the Holy Spirit's guidance. It takes God Himself to help us to avoid that sin. Alright? It's not just us having a mindset of getting married. It's not just us having a mindset 
of having a godly relationship. It takes the Holy Spirit for us to have a godly relationship that avoids and does not have any immorality. Number five, rely on God and each other when times are difficult. You know, a lot of women I've seen and I've watched on televisions, when they tend to have issues in their homes, let me take for instance, they are married. When they tend to have some issues in their marriage, maybe the home is financially down and it's becoming difficult and more difficult and more difficult day by day. You see, it's really something that's not new, but it happens most especially when the lady has not really given her life to Christ. I'm saying this because I've seen it and I've watched a lot of it where the lady tends to fall apart from the home and start going after other men because they are wealthy in quotes and start disrespecting her husband neglecting the children that they have and start misbehaving seriously and as such one it brings you disrespect, disgrace, disregard, you know, you will not be respected not even in the, in the society where you belong as a lady. You are meant to be the crown of your husband. You are meant to be his elbow, his, his pillar, you know, he, he, you're, you're meant to shield him from all of, of from all other things that are evil. You're meant to shield him. You're meant to cover him. If he's if he's in a situation wherever it's disgraceful, you're meant to cover up. Not bring him out. Okay? Now, try to rely on God. It is most especially more efficiently the most important thing to do. Rely on God and each other when these things are difficult. Do not go outside. Do not woe other women. Do not woe other men. Do not neglect your home because things are, are, are bad. No. It is wrong and it's totally wrong because when you're taking the vows of marriage, it is for better, for worse. You know, a lot of people tend to not understand the words or the, the meaning in between the lines of their vows when they take it altar it has a lot to do with us it has a lot to do with god involving in our marriage that is bringing god with us no matter what circumstances we might be we are tending and we are believing to be with each other we are we are we are bound to be with each other okay no matter how bad the situation will be no matter how good it will be we are vowing today that we will be with each other you need to understand this thing that you say don't just say them for saying sake it's not a prayer that you just recite. It is a vow, and the vow is just something you stick to no matter what. Number five, pray with one another. Always pray with one another. Whether you're in a relationship, you're in your marriage, pray with one another. 
it brings the strong bonds together. It gives an understanding that we both have a direction we're going, we have a direction we're praying together towards. Pray together. Number six, support each other as you serve God. Support each other as you serve God. Now, it doesn't mean that because the man is served as the head of the family, that he is the sole provider of the home. No. I know I've repeated this before, but I'm trying to repeat it again. For those of us that have not really heard me say that, we are both supposed to provide for the family. Now, I'm talking about the ladies and the, 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 the guys. I mean, husband and wife. It's not just because he is the head of the family. All obligations supposed to be no, you are his supporter. Support him when it's necessary. Don't let him lay like that because he's the head of the family. No. Please, ladies, support your man when it is necessary. Very, very necessary. Support him. If you could if you could buy the food stuff in the house for the month and you have the money, please buy it. Don't wait for him to give you the funds. If you could take care of your hair, your your your, your cream, or your cosmetic by yourself at this particular day or this particular month, please do that. Don't wait for him to give you some funds. It shows and goes a long way for respect. Please do not wait. Do not give your own body upon your husband because he has a lot to do. He has a lot he's thinking about. He has a lot he's also doing. And I'm not saying that because I'm saying ladies support the, 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 the husband, that the husband should not become relaxed or not doing anything. No, it doesn't work like that. Men, go out there and do some job. Work hard for the family. Provide for the family. The woman is just the helpmate. She is just going to help you in the little way she can to assist you in whatever way she can assist you. Alright? Now, now that we've gotten to know how to put God in our dating relationship, you know, all this is better than bringing God into our dating relationship. What next is the thing that we should know? What do you think we should know? There's one thing I want to point out to us. Remember, a man of many companions may come to you, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Whether you're starting out a new relationship or have been married for years, simply love your friends or adore your family. There is always a way to incorporate God into each of the unique relationships your life. We are meant to share our lives with one another. Never forget that your relationship with God is the most important and He will reward you with a life partner that shares the same values. Now I want to, I want to ask us a very simple question. What kind of person are you in a relationship? I have a five different categories. I listed some things down and there are five different categories of relationships. Now, I listed them down as according to how people 
initiate the relationship. Why did I do this? It's because I want us to check ourselves. Where we've seen that we're doing wrong, let's try to correct it. Where we've seen that we're doing right, let's improve more on them. Number one, are you the competitive and controlling type? control your relationship you want to control your spouse control your husband or control your wife are you the one that sees another different couple and you feel you're in the competition i want to do better to impress someone else please check yourself relationship is not about being in a competition it's not it's not about being in control it's about understanding of the two of you and making god the chief of that relationship number two are you active in your relationship are you passive in your relationship please check yourself number three are you aggressive in your relationship are you accommodating in your relationship please check yourself being aggressive can be in a way that you have a family member from probably your husband's side and you're not comfortable with them. Even from the first day they came visiting, you already started asking when they're leaving. You're not accommodating. You just something is not just right about it. Please check yourself. Remember. Until you see your husband's family as your own family and your husband seeing your own family as his own family, issues will always come up when any of the families come in visiting. Remember, you need to accommodate one another. Are you accepting? Are you balanced in your relationship? Please think about it. Check yourself. Number five. Are you discounted? I mean disconnected from your relationship. When I mean discount, I'm trying to say you're in this relationship, but it seems you don't want to be in this relationship. Are you disconnected from it? Do you have parallel lives concerning this relationship? Meaning you have the one you're dating, have someone else you promise to get married, you have someone you, you, you're trying to work at the same time, please check yourself. All these things are things that we should check out ourselves. Where we are going wrong, let's correct ourselves, please. Because being a, having a godly relationship or having God involved in our relationship does not have these criteria at all. It doesn't. It's not competitive, it's not controlling, it's not aggressive, it's not disconnected it doesn't have parallel life, lives so please let's check ourselves in the way we're going wrong let's go back to god and ask for help ask for his mercy ask for help all right and i believe that the holy spirit will guide you on how to go through in your relationship so just go back and do the right thing i've given us some guidelines and I pray to us this evening that as we do the right thing in our relationship, trying to abstain from immorality, trying to have the intention of getting married, 
that for the sole purpose of us going into courtship, trying to support one another, trying to pray together, trying to rely on God and and, and pray together in difficult times, I know the Holy Spirit is going to help us because it is not easy at all. just like something that is impossible but the bible says with god all things are possible so i would encourage us to continue to share in this podcast let's continue to encourage one another encourage your girl you love that and um, i will take our time to talk to you on a very important topic that I feel the Holy Spirit has led in me to talk to you and um, it will go a very long way to save some souls, some lives, someone out there that is actually looking for help, it will go a very long way to help that person. So I will advise us and I will plead with us to continue to share, to continue to like, to continue to follow this podcast on Spotify, on Anchor, on Stitches, on Hop, and on the rest platforms that I actually will be on soon. Alright? See you next week on Yoli's podcast on the very new episode. Have a nice evening. I love you all.